This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturday's Bartow. It is February 21st, 2015 from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes, and they're going to have the Raider 1 Cylon ship from the original 70s Battlestar Galactica is going to be on site. Wow. They're going to have many sci-fi collectible vendors. Amazing. Panels, games, a life-size TARDIS, a Doctor Who costume contest, food vendors, the 501st Star Wars Club is going to be there. Oh, snap. Oh, yes. And the USS Haven Star Trek Club. Cosplayers are welcome. And just so you know, it's a totally free event. Completely free for you and the family. It's going to be a family event. So come on out and see us at Sci-Fi Saturdays Barto, And that's Sci-Fi spelled just like the TV network. S-Y-F-Y. Saturdays Barto, And come out and see the happy hour with Johnny. And Deuce. Yes, sir. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack, and this is Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. What's up, buddy? What's going on? That, of course, is Kyle Deuce talking on the mic, and uh, we always start off the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce with the Happy Deuce salute. Yes, sir. (sighs) Good times. Good times. Kyle, I am uber, super excited. I cannot wait to talk about the great one, his return to Raw. Unbelievable. I, wow. I can't even talk about it. I'm speechless. I just watched it like this minutes ago. So I am like, I've got goosebumps right now. It is insane. Because you and I have talked about how the WWE's been kind of hit or miss lately. With It's been very stale. I mean, unfortunately, they've been plagued with injuries. Daniel Bryan... Roman Reigns, and uh, who else? Well, you've, you've got those two, but uh, t- in my opinion, I think that might be working out the best in the world for them because they're having to push other people now. Like, like Dean Ambrose is really getting pushed. Oh my God, Dean Ambrose is getting pushed to the moon and is doing such great things. He's doing great. And you know he wouldn't have this chance if it wasn't for Roman Reigns being hurt and Daniel Bryan Dean, being hurt. Dean Ambrose would be number four on this card. He, yeah. he would not, he'd be the number four guy. He wouldn't be the number one guy right now or number two guy. Same thing with Seth Rollins. Seth yeah. Rollins is getting pushed to the moon he because is. of the same thing. Yeah. And so you got to give them credit where credit's due. And so this past Monday Night Raw, and if we give a date... That is October 6, 2014. This was live from Brooklyn, New York. And The Rock made an appearance. But as I was reading online, looking at the the uh, Lords of Pain and all that stuff, this was actually not this was not on the schedule. They weren't going to be doing this. This, this happened. The stars aligned. The Rock was already in New York City yeah. doing other stuff. And they were like, hey, um, you want to come uh, make an appearance? Yeah. And, of course, you know, he's got such a history with the WWE that, you know, he that's like his second family. And he yeah. came in, and apparently from what I've been reading online, this was he was totally unscripted. Like, he, no one, not even Rusev, no one knew what he was going to say. Yeah. Like, it was like literally like, all right, Rusev, Lana, uh, in an hour, The Rock's coming down. Here you go. Yeah. That, I, I actually give Lana and Rusev pretty good credit, too, for being able to kind of keep in character. Because The Rock was saying some pretty hilarious stuff, like yeah. off the cuff. And, 
what did you think of Rock's performance? It was stellar, and I'll tell you what, it was a shot in the arm they needed because I, I'm not going to lie, we missed, uh, all of us missed the last pay-per-view we didn't watch. Right. Um, I haven't watched Raw in two weeks because literally I would go to the dirt sheets, I'd go to Lords of Pain, I'd read what happened on Raw, and I'm like, eh, and then I'd go home uh, Tuesday, delete it, not even watch it. But I got a text from a buddy of mine. He was like, hey, The Rock's on Raw. I stopped everything I was doing. I switched over to Raw and rewound it just a little bit so I could see like right when he came in. And I watched the whole thing from beginning to end. And it intrigued me enough that it made me watch the next hour and a half because I was like, was he going to come back? What else is going to happen? You know, they haven't done anything like this in a while where it's been so just like, oh, my God, I didn't know that was going to happen. You know what the funny thing was? This happened during the halftime of Monday Night Football. Yeah, and it all of a sudden Monday Night Football their 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 Nelson ratings dropped like it, I mean it was like they yeah. they was almost non-existent because everyone all of a sudden got on Twitter it was hashtagging rock, rock returns and of course you know you have like a couple of minutes of him doing his old thing so everyone had enough time to switch over and it wasn't even to like the third like middle of the third quarter before people were even back watching Monday Night Football so yeah. like the Rock's such a huge presence that it it affects everything that happens yeah. everyone wants to turn the channel because he's not just a wrestler anymore he is a movie star he he is he's a juggernaut I- he's a juggernaut he is an icon he is a legend he is an entertainer period end of story he is an entertainer and one thing you and I we literally just I just watched it for the first time on my phone because I was watching it on the way here when I got off of work and wow it was 15,000 fans in that audience and not a single one of them was quiet it was no. unbelievable like how polarizing this guy is yeah. how captivating he is to watch how enthralling it is the subject you know the the um I mean, he just – I'm, I'm at a loss for words, man. Yeah. Like, he's – no one's this over. No one will ever be this over. No. Like, as over as Daniel Bryan is with a yes. Like, I, I have to say, like, that's probably the closest I've seen in a while with the whole crowd in unison. Yeah. But even then, I got goosebumps. I mean, the crowd was on every single word that The Rock had to say. And you could tell, like, he, he is off the cuff. Like, he is – like, you could see his little brain and the gears going as he's talking on his next word. Like he it is amazing, like how good at improv he is still today. And the dude looks so good. Like he got jacked He's for Hercules. Super good. He jacked. is so in good shape. Like he looks bigger than Rusev. Like he looks makes Rusev look like a little baby doll. Like I was like, wow, yeah. like how big he looks. But it was funny because you you hit the nail on the head, the goosebumps, and like for a hot minute there while I was watching you watch it, I got to see sixteen year old Johnny return, like this straight up high school Johnny, like showed up for a hot minute because you were so excited that The Rock was back and you were like so into it. Which I'm, I'm going to say the same thing when I was watching it live on Monday, the exact same thing happened to me. Like, you know, I put the phone put the phone down, I stopped looking at my fantasy football stats. And what's happening with Monday Night Football, and I was watching and so entertained, and it was like, when Rock shows up, there's a part of young me that gets to come back out, and it's awesome. And that's why I think Rock will, A, always have a home at WWE, because he knows well enough to know that that's his fan base, and that's who built him and made him where he is. And two, I just think that's what he loves, because when you watch him in that ring... That's love on his face. That's joy yep. on his face. Like he just thoroughly enjoys doing that, and it was awesome. And it it was the highlight. Besides the stuff with Dean Ambrose that I thought was really really good this week, that was hands down the highlight of Raw this week. 
Well, also, you have to think about, too, uh, which goes into my next topic. This is the 15th anniversary of SmackDown coming up. Yes, it is. And the WWE would be amiss if they did not have The Rock there in presence. Like, I know it's not been announced or anything, right? No. I don't even know where it was, what it would be tonight, technically. Technically, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know where it is or if he'll be able to show up. They they had to throw some Benjamins his way. I mean, you think. If nothing else, he could do something on video while he was at Raw. He could tape a video segment and show it. You know, tonight, God, live yeah. in person. Oh my goodness! I, wow, yeah. amazing, amazing. Yeah, because you know the WWE has kind of gone through, like you said, this roller coaster. You know, you get one review that's really decent, and one that's not good. And then we didn't watch. Was it not a champions? Whatever. Not a champions. We didn't even. What's watch. What's the next pay per view? Is Hell in a Cell. Now that one looks interesting. It looks interesting because I'm really excited. There, the the only match that has been announced so far is John Cena versus Dean Ambrose, and the winner gets to fight Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell. So that, to me, is really cool because it's been a hot minute to where they've had what I like to call a double match where the same wrestler wrestles twice in the same night. The last time I can remember... Daniel Bryan. In, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hell, at least that night he had four hours to recuperate. Yep. You know, but now it's you know he's only got an hour or two to... Yeah to recuperate before he's got to go on. I'm really hoping it's going to be Dean Ambrose because Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins will tear that house down. They will. And this that that match alone, to be honest with you, is making this a must-see pay-per-view for me. Yep, same here. You know, I'm, I will be there watching the WWE Network, which is nine ninety nine, and definitely watching it at the house. So, And I'm excited. It's going to be a good match. Because you think about who's what does the WWE have to work with right now? <clears throat> you've got, you've got. I think we kind of mentioned this before, but you've got Dolph Ziggler, who's pretty over right now. He's always yeah. been over, yeah. uh, and people love him. And his stuff with the Miz has been so awesome, phenomenal. Like, I love what they've done with with <laughs> with the Miz and and Damian Mizdow. It's it is hilarious yeah. to watch. So kudos to WWE because I, I really like that arc there that they're doing. And then of course, you know, got Ambrose who's yeah. still on the show. Like he, I haven't heard, I haven't heard. I, it's got to be like an amazing feeling for him to get this kind of pop. Like two Mondays ago, a Monday after before this one, he he had this awesome thing with Rollins and the briefcase, and then the the green slime and goo yeah. and all that stuff. And that was hilarious. And like he walked up to the crowd, and and then like his face reacts. You could tell he's loving it. Like he yeah. he just really, you know, really digs it. And I I gotta wonder like. Because if you go back and watch it, listen to an older episode of, of the Happy Hour, we were touting about Ambrose from day one, yeah. and but he was always overshadowed because you had the whole Shield, Shield. As, as a collective, yeah. and how they had some amazing matches, especially with Evolution. Oh, oh my goodness, hands down, that was some of the great matches, and you you got to see all of them shine a little bit. But you know, Ambrose is no slouch. I mean, he is a former Ring of Honor champion. He he has that old school. You know, he has the wrestling skills, but they've yeah. kind of built him up as kind of like this crazy spastic. Uh, no surrender kind of guy, which you know, I don't know if that's filling the void of Daniel Bryan right now and, and Roman Reigns. Well, I mean, no. he's a different person. He is, but also you got to remember his old gimmick. Now this is throwing it back to the w- way back machine for you ROH fans. He was doing the Heath Joker. Oh, true. Heath Ledger yeah. Joker yeah. before Heath Ledger was doing yeah. the Joker, and he just did that kind of crazy. Yeah. Do what I want, kind of thing. And basically, I can't believe WWE's even letting him doing it. But they're letting him keep the same character and do the same stuff. This crazy spat, and he's so flipping good at it. I mean, he he really is. 
Did you hear, uh, I just heard about this today, that CM Punk was spotted at Ohio Valley Wrestling? No. He was in the audience watching the show. Are you shitting me? No, dude. I was looking, I was looking up, I was like, oh. People were people were tweeting pics of him like in the audience, just watching Ohio Valley wrestling. Well, you know who has OVW now? Who does? It's not WWE. It's TNA. TNA has it now. TNA has mm. Ov- how Ohio Valley wrestling. OVA. Yeah. yeah. The reason being is one of the guys we really liked that was in Ink Ink. They told him he was going to have to go to OVW and kind of like get it together and before they bring him back to the main roster TNA. And he's like, "Look, that's a major pay cut, and I've got to move." Cross country, yeah. that shit ain't happening. Right. Plus, the, the, if you were in OVW, they wouldn't let you have like a second job. Like OVW was your job, and he's like, "Dude, I, I'm taking a huge pay cut, and I've got to move across country, and I can't have a second job." He's like, "I'd starve to death. I literally, I'd have to go on food stamps." He's like, "That's not happening." So I'm wondering if maybe this is the seeds of him going to TNA or something. Because I've always said if he is not going to go back to WWE, which I don't think is going to happen. The only place he could really go is TNA. Because, I mean, I, I like ROH. I actually still watch ROH from time to time. It's just like we said, it's hard to watch because yeah. it's at different times at night. It's at different times, and it's not, you know, it almost reminds me of ECW TV because it was late at night. It was at weird times. You know, it's hard to watch, even though it is technically the third, you know, brand, if you want to say that, of wrestling out now. Um, it's just so hard to watch, and even though he does have such a family still over there at Ring of Honor, I just don't see him going back. I think if he goes anywhere, it's to TNA, because TNA is the only one that's going to be able to pay him worth the damn. Because think about it, if if Spike TV starts saying, hey, you know, Wednesday night, because now, you know, Spike TV has got it on Wednesday nights, the impact, hey, CM Punk is showing up on Wednesday, or hell, because they don't do, I don't think, live shows really anymore. So, no. so it'll get leaked. But, you know, they promote the shit out of it. The ratings would be through the roof. People are going to jump over to check it out. Yeah, I would. It's going to be reminiscent yeah. of the Monday Night Wars, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if it ever get that big, obviously. But I, if someone as high caliber as CM Punk jumped over, yeah, like... That would be huge, and actually do something with him. Because yeah. think about other than other than Sting, he's he's been a promo guy. He hasn't done anything in the ring, right? As far as we've seen, who's that? Sting. Sting? No, Sting. Has he's just a, been a promo guy. Oh, you mean in, in WWE? In WWE? Yeah, I mean now that he's with WWE, now he hasn't done anything really, for exception of you know the, the video game. I don't think he's even cut one promo since he's no. been back with WWE. No. Um. But I'll tell you what, it's really reminiscent now that we, we talk about the WWE Network and watching the, the Money Night Wars on the WWE Network and Stone Cold Steve Austin. When, you know, Paul Heyman got him to come to ECW, he would give him a mic and said, look, just air out your grievances. Just say what you're thinking and cut a promo. You give CM Punk a live mic and say, air out your grievances. He's worth his weight in gold yep. because he could just rip WWE a new asshole and the fans are going to show up in droves it'd to be, watch. It'd be the pipe bomb 2.0. Oh, my God. It would be the pipe bomb. We would forget yeah. about the old pipe bomb because yeah. this one would be so raw that it would just... It, it It's like the nuclear option. They'd have 10 cameras on every angle, like, get, yeah. capturing everything. Like Yeah. And, and that's all... You know, you drop a guy, you say, air your grievances, let him do that live... But there's talent in TNA. There's some mad talent in TNA. So it's not like it's a joke promotion. So he could have good matches, and especially the younger guys he could help out. I mean, 
if if TNA really wants to make a go with it, because they're they got one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. Oh yeah, it's you give him the money, you let him come over and let him explode, because yep. that will bring fans over. Not only that, you'll make your money back in merch sales easily, easily. Plus, he owns his name, so yep. he can keep the CM Punk name. Yep. You and I would be watching every night. Oh no, shit! We'd yep. be watching every. We'd be buying their mer- his merch and everything. Yeah, uh, I love CM Punk. I think his presence and and is missed. I think D- Daniel Bryan, Roman, even though Roman Reigns is still kind of hit or miss, uh, his presence is missed to a point. You got to look at uh, people they're trying to bring back, like Mark Henry, and trying to you know the Big Show is you know he he's on his last leg, no, literally. Yeah, you know his I, knees well, are I shot. Think, I think. Uh, uh, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. I think same thing. I don't think he's got much left in the tank. No. And they've got so many of these guys are about to go out of pasture. Yep. Look at Kane. How much time do you think Kane's got left? You know what I mean? And if, oh, you're gonna hate this one. How much time Cena got left? I think Cena's only got four or five years left in the tank. Yeah. So if they don't start making new stars, they're they're screwed. I mean, let's be honest. Other than, I mean, you look at it from like a face of a company. I don't know. Since The Rock, I don't. I think CM Punk. I mean, um, Cena. Yeah, has been like the face, like that. Oh, totally. The, they put him on the video game cover for a reason, and they're still promoting that. And I don't know what the whole Rock thing. I, do you think they're gonna the Rock will be against the Rock versus Brock or whatever at WrestleMania? Do you think they'll ever do anything with that? Or do you think I this think is they kind will. Of like, and to be honest with you, the whole. I mean, I read the same story you did about the stars in line. Right, I yeah. think that's bullshit. To be honest with you, I think he was there because they wanted to start planting seeds for WrestleMania. Because you got to think, it's Night of Champions. You got Hell in the Cell October. November, you got Survivor Series. Then for Christmas, December, you've got TLC. Then bam, January, it's you know it's Royal Rumble time. Yeah. So literally, there's only three months. So you think The Rock would go in Royal Rumble and win it all? Oh yeah. I think it, the biggest, biggest thing is going to be what movie does he come have coming out, what's his filming schedule, and what can they do? Because you got to remember with wrestling, if they're careful, they can have matches and be, you know, knock on wood, you know, 95% sure that nothing bad's going to happen, you know, as long as they don't go crazy. And then let them go crazy at WrestleMania. Because, I mean, think about it. Royal Rumble's the easiest match to basically limp along. Yep. Like, because all you got to do is throw him over the top rope. You don't have to do anything crazy. Yep. So he could do that, win the spot. Hell, he wouldn't even have to, at an elimination chamber, have a match. He could just, you know, come out, talk, and leave. You know. Well, even his presence at uh, WrestleMania last year, you, you look oh, at... Oh, it was huge. It was huge. Oh, that promo they did at the beginning with all four of them where it was Hulk and Stone Cold and The Rock. Oh, my God. That was that was amazing. That's excellent. Yeah. That was a good, good... WrestleMania last year, for all of its faults, the beginning of it was really, really good. Yeah. You know. Deuce. Okay. Destiny. I feel like that is a common discussion it's like herpes it shows up in every single show <laughs> well i think that shows how much we like the game oh i love because if we didn't like about it. it we wouldn't freaking we, talk yeah. about it and the fact that you know you guys are like weeks i don't know how many weeks in a row we've talked about destiny but it's definitely been a common theme of this show uh we we love what we've been playing of destiny oh yeah and someone posted this awesome video talking about the story did you get a chance to watch it is it the real video or the fake video well, there's two, I guess. There's okay, the, is it is it the real story the real video? Story, the story yeah, explained. I that's the one I shared on my Facebook page. I really like that because it, there was such a good story to the game. 
if you listened. And I think that was the thing because he, he makes the point in the first part of the story. He's like, if you take World of Warcraft and look at a mission, it says kill X enemies. But then there's a bunch of exposition after that. Kill X enemies so we can learn how they attack so we'll be able to better protect our fort and keep the town safe. Right. You don't read the rest of that. You read defeat X enemies. And that's just for a while. I think the same thing applies with Destiny. You see, oh, defeat 20 Vex. And it's like, okay, well, there's exposition. You defeated 20 Vex, so you learned how they they fought, how they attacked, what their intelligence was, so you could you know, do something else. And if you listen to all the story pieces, it's really, really good. I, I actually watched that video twice just so I could get all the story. Because the game's got a really great story. And they leave it so open-ended, which is nice. Yeah, I I want to go through again and start a new class. Um, I'm we both are at level twenty four now. Yeah. Each time you hear us, we're progressing. Yeah, and I have a warlock, and you have a hunter, and I want to start off with a tight a titan, is it what's called? Yeah, yeah. I want to do a titan class next and kind of start my way way up, and actually kind of maybe break down and kind of slowly study the story as it's going because I feel like there is some intricate moments in there. But can I give you an option B? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Because you've got a warlock now, right? You can go back and do all the story missions and kick up the the level, the experience level. And the higher you kick up the experience level, the more loot they drop. Yeah. So I'm going to do the exact same thing you're doing, but I'm going to do it with my hunter and just kick it up to like level 20 experience-wise. So then I'm getting a lot better loot, but I get all the story pieces too. So I'm yeah. getting XP... Uh, I'm getting loot. I'm also ranking up in my clan, Future yeah. War Cult, mm-hmm. and doing it that way. Sure. I mean, it's a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can do it either way, but just yeah. give you a, a plan yeah. B if that's what you want to do. Well, here's do. the problem. I, I just got an Ingram, my very first legendary Ingram. And let me guess, it's for Titan. Titan. I was like, fuck. I was like, I was like, I screamed out loud. I literally, like, if you were sitting in the room with me, I yelped out like a little schoolgirl. I saw my first legendary Ingram. I go, yes. Yes, and I went to collect it, and I couldn't wait because I was in the crucible, and I was like, I have to wait till I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. get to the tower. I almost yeah. called home. I guess the tower is the home. And I was like, all right, all right, I can't wait, can't wait. I go, and I'm all excited, and I see it's like for gauntlets. I'm like, yes, I can really level up to 25 or whatever. You're like crap, crapola. It was for a Titan class yeah. only. I'm like, damn. So I put it in the vault. I know when I start my Titan class, I'll have a nice legendary once I get to 20. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's, it's, and the thing is, is this last update was supposed to correct that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just got, well, I was one of the unlucky that still had an engram that was the wrong one, but, yeah. but I do, I do, I do give, I do applaud them for actually changing it where if it is a legendary engram, it is a legendary yeah. um, item, item. So they did correct that part, but there is another loot cave. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Okay. Although it sucks. Does it? I tried it. Just, just for you fans out there, for you happy hour listeners, I went out and did some reconnaissance. I went on location. <laughs> if you will, so I could get some good shit. But I'm totally going to say I did it just for you. I, on location, there's a place called the Forgotten Shores, which actually, I only think you have one mission in the whole game that goes there. So I kind of yeah. forgot where it was. So I actually, had a, this is how bad it was. I actually had a YouTube how to get to the Forgotten Shores because I couldn't remember because yeah. I hadn't been there in so long. 
because you, you go through that whole Skywatch all like for yeah. a million times and whatnot, and 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 whatnot, and the divide and all yeah. this. If you go to these locations, so yeah, it's a place of forgotten shores, and it's not really a cave. It's it's more of like a like a door that opens up, and the respawn is every six seconds, which is kind of like the old loot cave. Yeah. But when I did it, like. Not that much dropped. Not that many dropped, yeah. A, because I wanted to see how good it was, and the guy on Kotaku said it was Luke Cave 2.0, and I'm like, false. That is, this is not the yeah. Luke Cave 2.0. But I feel like, so, I don't know if this is just random, but I feel like with the old Luke Cave, because I did it twice, the old Luke Cave, I felt like Bungie is, obviously they're observing everything that's going on. They have oh, people yeah. watching the games, the servers. I wonder if they see anyone that's kind of trying to exploit the game, and then they flip a switch and spawn a bunch of enemies. I wouldn't be surprised because, because you got to think there's a coder that's sitting there, a guy who writes code who just watches it. I almost feel like he's remember in the Matrix, the guy that kind of ran everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's yeah. one of those sitting there, yeah. you know, just running everything. It's like, yeah. yep, you got to flip that switch. You can't, you can't let him do it. You know, well, and you got to turn it off. It was it, it can't be a coincidence because like I was doing Luke Cave on, on the first Luke Cave, I was on my second run at doing it. Yeah, and all of a sudden, this wasn't like a public event. All of a sudden. Like I'm talking about, like thirty enemies come out of this door, and they're like level like fifteen. This is before I was, you know, I was only like level yeah. like fourteen or whatever. I was and I was getting destroyed. I was like, what the heck? And and ended up dying, and I didn't go back to the cave again. Yeah. And then so I did the loot cave 2.0, and I and I went to it a couple times as well. First time, eh? I was like, yeah. I didn't get anything. I'll come back. And then it was like five minutes into it, all of a sudden, this whole area exploded with enemies. I'm like, oh wow. I wonder if if I'm just getting bad luck, or the, the Bungie's actually saying, "Hey, let's 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 uh, spawn a bunch of enemies here, so these people don't uh, try to exploit this area." Maybe I I don't know, but I've got a feeling as popular as the game is now that they've got, like I said, it's the Matrix, it's yeah. the operator. You know, they've got somebody yeah. sitting there all the time where yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, fix that or do that," or yeah. you know. But I'd, I not that I, I'm not doing it to exploit. I just want to see, uh, test it out to see what it's all about. Because like I hear about it, and I was way late to the party. Actually, you and I both were. Yeah. But someone was telling us about it, and we're like, "What is the loot, loot cave?" And then it kind of, like you said in one of our last episodes, you said it, was, it takes the fun out of it. It does because it's like if you can just sit there and shoot into a cave and get drops like that. That takes the point, the fun out of it, you know. Like I don't see the purpose, but people are always going to try to exploit things, kind of like oh, what yeah. they do with any MMOs. Like what? Uh, there's World of Warcraft. There's places where you can exploit to get better loot and gold and stuff. So, but Destiny, just like we continue to keep talking about it, and the thing is, is like people continue to write about it. I mean, Bungie still has the two DLCs coming out. Well, on top of that, it's that wiki I showed you this week, yeah. the Destiny wiki. That saved my ass because I had two different. Um, Queen's Wrath bounties I had to do, and it was like, you need to defeat this person. I'm like, fuck, who the fuck is this? I went to the wiki, typed in their name, and they're like, oh, you got to do this story mission. And nowhere when you go and click on the story mission does it say, like, the guy's name, but it told me so I could figure it out, which is good and bad in my opinion, because it's good that they've got all this stuff to help you, like the Destiny wiki, but on the flip side... I shouldn't have to get on my damn phone and look at a wiki to figure out who the fuck I need to go kill so right. I get my points. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, we saw this website uh, today about like the top thirty things that you could do to change. Destiny. Oh yeah. And we won't go through them all, but one of them that really spoke to me was the whole spawning. Yeah. Like being able yeah. to like go to like say hey you're you're on Earth and you have like six different places you can go. You're on Venus and Mars. 
instead of having you start from the same entry point and having to take your little sparrow and go through the whole map, taking forever to go oh, through, yeah. why not just let you spawn at each location where you want to be? Like, I, I did this... It's not rocket science. No. I, I really think they should do that in a future update. And how hard would that be? I mean, they they have it. They could yeah. code it easily. Yeah. Like just have a certain launch point, yeah. or have a or have a fast travel button where you're in one yeah. location, you can hit X, and then it'll transfer you to the other location. Yeah. I don't even mind the load time. Yeah. I just want to be able to go to that place so I don't have to travel three four minutes just to get because the, the the worlds are pretty big. Yeah. To be able to have to go through all that and traverse around and like, it's time consuming. It is. Um. My thing, and I'm not sure if it was on that list or not, is I want more customization options. Yeah, that was on there about being able to customize uh, your, la- you know, once you have your your equipment, other than just the colors, but able to actually cha- tweak things on it and your characters, and yeah. be able to go back and change things. And yeah, when, yeah. And I, I don't want to, I, I don't need it because I understand you, if you can start tweaking things and it makes you more powerful, that breaks the game. I want it cosmetic. Like, I just yeah. want the colors. The other thing, I was so, so lucky because I was in the alpha and beta. I got a code for my ghost, and my ghost is red with a white stripe on it, where your ghost is normally white. So it looks really cool when I pull it out. And I've pulled it out in missions, like when I'm a strike team and I've got to use the ghost to scan something. People are like, oh, my God, that's so cool. How would you get a red ghost? I'm like, oh, I was in the alpha and beta, and I got this code. But they're going to have, like, new skins for that. The other thing is um, your spaceship. Your spaceship, they're all like cookie cutter. They're yep. like, you know, I'm lucky because, again, we played in the Alpha and the Beta. I've got a legendary spaceship that nobody I've ran into so far has had. But nine times out of ten, I run into the exact same five, six spaceships over yep. and over again when I go to Crucible or I go on a strike right. or whatever. And it's like, and it doesn't need to even be different colors. Like, let me put a turret on it or let me put a you know, move the engines around or something because those are completely cosmetic. You do yep. absolutely zero with the spaceship, so it's not like... But you're looking at the same it. damn ship over and, and over, over and again. over again. So yeah. let me choose how it looks because there's a lot of things, at least for me as a gamer, that I like just cosmetically. Like, if it looks pretty, I like it better than, you know, if it doesn't look so pretty or if it's like everybody's got the exact same thing because if we've all got the exact same thing, I don't feel special. Right. So... You want to feel like you have the only one in the world that looks like your character. Yeah, or if it's like me, like, you know my favorite color is pink. So if I got, like, a hot pink ship with, like, a light pink, you know, racing stripe on her, I don't know, whatever. But, you know, like, something different because everything's just so cookie cutter. Yeah. And they've got to fix that. And I don't even mind paying extra for it if they're like, look, you know, and I don't know if I want microtransactions to invade the game, but it's like Call of Duty. Look at all the extra shit you can get on Call of Duty now you got to pay a dollar or two extra for it, but it changes the game up and it makes it. Fresh. I would do. It. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, coming from someone that only plays multiplayer with you, essentially. Yeah, because uh, I don't really have a lot of friends uh, that I know of that, for me personally, that there's a lot of people that play Call of Duty. Yeah. But the only reason I play Call of Duty is because I have friends. But yeah. if I didn't have any friends that played it, I would not be playing multiplayer online. Yeah. The thing about Destiny that's so intriguing to me is I want to play online. I want to play with yeah. other people. And that's I think that's what's great about this game is you hit the nail on the head a couple episodes ago. You're talking about how like this is a game that can hit people that are not MMO fans. No. And come on and get online, have fun with people, do the strikes, yeah. do the raids, do the heroic weekly missions yeah. and all that. Like There's a lot of great things. They just did the Iron Banner that just came out. The- yeah, just just came out. Yeah. yeah, and so like they're doing these things weekly that they change up, and it they're gonna be doing future patches and updates, and hopefully the you know with the DLC it does really well. Yeah. And, but I think 
the thing with microtransactions is Call of Duty's making a they're making so much money on that stuff. Making an ass ton of money on that so stuff. So this would be extra revenue for Bungie to want to create different things and add new stuff and change out the items because some of the yeah. people like that lady that does that has the like color options and, and different things for you know your the shaders. She's had the same stuff since since the beta. Yeah. So like you you got to change some of that stuff up and just change. Like I like how they go from night to day in all the worlds. Yeah, that is cool. I I wish they would have it where you could. I don't know. Have certain mission objectives that are only at night or only during the day. Or change things up. Like yeah. maybe certain, like the Vex are really active at night and the Fallen are only really active during the day. Or you know, what like I mean? you can like, only yeah. get certain. Imagine if you can only get certain engrams during certain times of night because that yeah. would that would intrigue people. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying you have to literally make it like if it's nighttime, it's nighttime because then yeah. not everyone would be able to do it. But I'm just talking about like have like a certain time of the day. You know, like there's. That you could do certain things, certain missions, certain enemies, only certain things unlock, like you said, certain characters, enemies. We'll have an hour-long lunar cycle. Yeah. 30 minutes is a day, 30 minutes is at night. So, you know, if you get there and it's night, it's like, oh, crap. Well, worst case scenario, I just got here, it just got night, I wait 30 minutes, and then now I've got 30 minutes of day I can play. Or, you know, some things to mix it up, because they've got, the good thing is they've built a really good sandbox. Yeah. They've just got a figure out how to tweak everything which i think is good because we wouldn't be saying this if they built a shitty sandbox if they right. built a shitty sandbox we'd be like eh, fuck all it. the sand would be stuck together exactly we'd just be like piss on it but because they have built such a good sandbox we want them to tweak it and do more stuff so we can keep playing in it so they've done a good job i mean the game itself is just phenomenal i always find myself going back to it like right now i'm yeah. huge into smash brothers 3ds which we'll talk about another day but like I even with that game coming out, I I still find myself wanting to go back to Destiny, yeah. and that's something that I applaud them. And like there's there's just that you guys that haven't played it, that mock it, that make fun of it, that don't understand it, you don't know until you actually have the game in your hands. And you could say, yeah. oh, I played the beta, I played the alpha. Nope, that 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 was just a small tip of the iceberg. One, I mean, going from sure the alpha and the beta intrigued me enough to want to buy the game, but once you actually get the full game, like it is unbelievable. Like I there's this like I said it's almost like gambling like you yeah. want to go back and like to see what you're gonna get next what you're gonna do what yeah. kind of people you're gonna find you can get the high score on this and that and like that's another thing is I wish there was like a leaderboard that you really got to see like in game like there's oh, one yeah. when you go to like the menu option yeah. but like I want one you can just pull up all right this is how many kills Deuce has had on this yeah. planet and on this mission this is his score on the crucible on this you know what I mean like yeah. I'd be cool to see what your friends are doing you know be like hey yeah you know um, people do that in other games or whatnot. Also, I'd like to see a map that you can have while you're playing the game. Because oh, yeah. you only get a map in the very beginning when you're launching. But when yeah. you're actually on a mission or on a patrol, you got nothing. You have no idea yeah. where you're going. And you know, Or have like really a small really HUD with a compass yeah. that shows you where you're going. Like That would be nice. Just small little touches like that, I think, that that wouldn't take very much time to encode. No. Just something like that. Um, what else is there that was reading on that thing? Um, so anyways, Destiny is, isn't going to be... Air, and, ever-evolving game, and they're always going to be doing updates and patches, and, and oh, yeah. obviously we'll be reviewing the DLC when it comes out. Cause it should be coming out shortly. I, I thought I had heard whispers that the first DLC is going to drop in December, which makes sense because you got to think it dropped, what, like a month ago, give or take? September 9th. September 9th. So, it's, so it's, Yeah, almost yeah, a month ago. It's almost yeah. a month ago, and so you got to think people are playing, 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 
but if you drop the new DLC, especially if you do it like the first or second week of December, then people at Christmas that do get new systems, that'll give them a reason they want to run out and get it. Because they're like, oh, well, not only is the game really good, the first DLC that came out, especially if they're smart, they'll actually maybe drop one where it's like, you know, you get the DLC, the first part of DLC with the game. Like, just like drop X amount of units at Christmas and call it the, I don't know, the Destiny Sparrow edition or something. Yeah. It's like if you buy it, you get the first DLC with it when you buy it. Yeah. But only print so many of those. True. So it's a good point. So definitely um we'll be talking about Destiny for a while now. So yeah. definitely if you haven't played it, check it out. And if you are playing it, you should find Deuce on PSN. His is the Dirty Deuce. Yep. The Dirty Deuce. And Johnny, where can they find you at? And I am Mr. Underscore Macwo. That is M-A-C-K-W-O. And that's my last name inverted, if you want to know where I got that from. And Deuce, uh, yours is D-U-C-E. Um, is. So when you hear the Deuce, um, and if you're already a listener, you, you know what Deuce looks like. D-U-C-E. Yep, yep, yep. So, but yeah, so that's Destiny. Kyle is a owner of an iPhone. I am now. For the past four months. It is made by Apple, and apparently it's really easy to steal from Apple. Damn. Yep. It's it's just this easy to steal from Apple Store. And, of course, this was back in September 24th when this article was posted, so I don't obviously think Apple's been more, you know, alert about this. But apparently ex-NBA player Rex Chapman, who if you're an Arizona fan, Phoenix Suns fan, yeah. then you uh, you know who that is. He played. He's a former NBA player. He just um, got caught stealing fourteen thousand dollars worth of gear over Damn. the over the past several months. And uh, there's this app called the Apple Easy Pay app, and you just go up like you're doing self checkout. Yeah, wave your app, put your product in the bag, and off you go. Okay. And from the camera, it looked like uh, what well, it looked like he was just buying his product. Yeah, when he wasn't buying anything at all, and then when when the Apple Store would go in to try to do their inventory, they were coming up short on stuff, but they yeah. they couldn't find anything on the cameras. Like yeah. everything looked legit, and then this is how he he got you know thieves usually get caught. Yeah, <laughs> so he got caught because he was selling the goods at pawn shop, which that was his first mistake. Wow, <laughs> wow. He yeah. should have been doing like eBay or you know what I mean, some other place. Like well, pawn shops can be traced back. Tra- well, the thing is with pawn shops, uh, it's kind of like when I was in the industry. If you do trade ins, you've got to fill out all this paperwork True. which goes back yeah. to the sheriff's office yep. so they take your, your fingerprints they take your driver's license number they take all that shit so you know the pawn shop is the last place you want to take something if it's hot your best bet is either go to the street or <laughs> yeah. you know or maybe eBay but even eBay is risky as balls if it's hot like if it's hot you want to get it out in the street you yep. don't want to take it to some place where they've got a because you know a pawn shop, it's a legitimate business. Yep. They got to report to people. Yep. So you know, well, I think it's it's one of those things where it's you know people have different vices. They yeah. have like their gambling and and the pornography and like uh, violence and just everything else like that. Some people are, have their vices, and I, I think it's kind of the same thing with gambling because it's like that thrill that, yeah. of that high you get because yeah. you know you're getting away with something, and yeah. that's kind of probably what he was going through. Like he did it once. Probably sold something cheap, like something twenty yeah. bucks, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then he waited to see if he get caught again. He do it again, and then obviously he's taking larger high ticket items up at this point. But I also wonder. I've never been. I've only been in an Apple store one time. 
I wonder is are the products all out just easy display to take? I've never been in an Apple store, yeah. so I can tell you. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I don't. Any I don't of you know Apple that. people, because uh, they have like the, the Genius Bar, I guess. Um, I have some friends that work there. Chime in on on this, because I've I've only been in an Apple store one time. Is it really this easy to steal from the Apple store? Give us your thoughts below. I, th- I think they're gonna fix it. If it was that easy, they'd they'd fix it by now. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. So, Deuce, uh, NFL has been through some changes lately. Oh, yeah, they have. We uh, People are not very happy about the Thursday Night Football. Yeah, and that's the craziest thing. Because remember last year, Thursday Night Football, and for the past, I think, two, maybe three years, Thursday Night Football's only been on NFL Network, which I remember was a big, big deal because I remember the Thursday Night Football games, if you wanted to see it, you had to go to a sports bar yep. because Bright House didn't carry it. They so didn't. You, so you had to go to someplace with direct TV. So, like, if the Bucks were playing, we'd have to go to, like, Hurricanes and go watch it or Paddy Wagons or wherever. Um, and because of that, you know, we were like, oh, this sucks. Well, this year, CBS did it. But here's the thing. They only did it for eight games because there's only, I think, two more games left on the schedule that are on uh, CBS, and then it's going to jump back to NFL Network. So, you know... Th- I don't know with these Thursday night games, and I know the players are pissed. Players hate the players don't like playing Thursday nights no. at all. It disrupts their whole practice. Yeah, like you're delayed, you're behind. You know, you get less time to practice between mm-hmm. your last game because you played the last Sunday. Then and you got to play a Thursday. Yeah. It, it's horrible. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Sure, technically, I guess you get more football in a week, but it's like, well, it's more nights and more av- ad revenue. Right. But I actually I put this question on my Facebook page the other day. And it and it's one that I think the response I got to it probably hit the nail on the head. I said, why don't you make whoever's playing the Thursday night game be the people coming off a of bye week? So they've already had seven days off. Now they get, you know, three more days off, and then bam, they're playing the Thursday night game. And one of my friends, uh, Corey, put on there, because the NFL doesn't give a fuck and they want the ad revenue. They yep. want the money. They don't yep. care about if the players had enough time to rest or any of that shit. They want the ad money. Yeah. Which, from what I read, the what CBS paid just for these eight games is, like, astro-fucking-nomical. And supposedly, if the the ratings were good enough, next year, knock on wood, they're going to try and get the whole season. So they're going to try and take Thursday night away from... They NFL should. Network. It's it's yeah, it's more totally. accessible on CBS. Most then it people is, can get yeah, yeah. than NFL Network because I mean think about it this way: if you're in the back forty and living in a damn double wide, you with a pair of you know bunny ears, you can get CBS. Yeah. So you know then you'd be able to get Thursday night game, which with NFL Network you can only get on cable or, or uh, you know mini dish. So well, as a tech junkie, I have to uh, correct your statement. Okay. That you can't do bunny ears anymore. Uh, you have to have a digital get converter. Converter, yeah. yeah. So you can get one of those. You yeah. still have to go buy, you know, at Radio Shack or whatever. But yeah, you can still get the CBS if it's locally transmitted and whatnot. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I feel like I actually was surprised. I almost forgot about it until yeah. I saw the first Thursday night game. I was looking through it. I was trying to find it. I was like, where yeah. is it? It was on CBS. I was like, whoa, CBS, Phil Sims, and I was like, wow, they're they're talking, they're announcing it. I'm like, wow, that was, that was kind of... And have you seen the big Shield logo? Yep. It says Thursday Night Football, and it's got CBS on top, and on the bottom it's got NFL Network. Yep. So it's like NFL Network presents Thursday right. Night yep. Football on CBS, right. which is a huge fucking mouthful, but, you know, 
I understand because, you know, NFL Network, people are going to watch NFL Network regardless. My television, it might as well be wired at 8 a.m. Sunday morning. It NFL Network's on because right. they tell me first who's playing and who's not. And playing fantasy football, that is life-changing. Like, yep. if I can find out at 8.30, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't playing or, you know, whoever is not playing, I can adjust my team right then and make whatever moves I need to make. Speaking of fantasy football. Yep. You and I are playing each other this it's week. It's heads up this week. It's, it's, it's the early rivalry week yep. because rivalry week is week 10, but we yep. have the early wi- yep. rivalry week. Yeah. Rivalry week. Yeah, Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd in it. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, we have the early rival, rival, rivalry. Thank you week this yeah. week. So. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be fun, and I love fantasy football, and I do agree with you. Like, it's it's nice to be able to get kind of the feedback early ahead of time so you can kind of – because it's for me, I don't know about you, dude, it's always down the last minute. Even though I know oh, God, I debate, yeah. I go back and forth. Like, there's always that one player that I'm back and forth with on my team. I'm like, should I do that? Should I put him in? I have a hunch. Sometimes I have a hunch. It's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to explain. You're like, this guy's going to do good this week. And I put him in, he is amazing. It's your gut, and you just and gotta go all, with it. And then you have people on your bench every week that you're like, fuck, oh, yeah. I should have put him in. Like, I had Brian Quick. I got Brian Quick off the waiver wire. I was so happy. He puts up, like, 15 points, and I had him on the bench. I'm like, fuck. You know? Well, that's kind of like I, I made the only trade I've made so far this year where I got rid of Kirk Cousins because my uh, one of the guys in our league is like, oh, man, I've got this really good wide receiver. He's put up 24 points the past two games, which he had. Uh, he's like, oh, you should get him. And I'm like, I've got four quarterbacks right now. I only need two. I'll get rid of Cousins. I did. And what does the motherfucker do? He puts up like 10 points that week. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch, you put up 24 points the past two weeks. And And now I'm looking at it and reading everything, and it's basically like, he did really good those two weeks. He's going to shit the bed the next, you know, yeah. eight. And that's like son of a bitch. So, well, it's been an interesting year for for the NFL in general because oh my god, yeah. Look it, at look at the NFL. Like, who's the who's the only undefeated team in the NFL? There isn't one. There isn't one now. Yeah. So that I think if you if you rewind the tape back to episode two or three, whenever we were doing an NFL, maybe it was four or five something. You like called it. it. You called, I called it early. It. I called it early. I said there's going to be a lot of eight and eight teams this year. There's going to oh, be yeah. a lot of seven and nine teams going to win their division because you you look at the train wreck throughout, especially the NFC. NFC oh, has gone through God, a train yeah. wreck. Other than the NFC East, uh, you know the Cowboys are the huge surprise in my opinion. Oh yeah. You look how like they destroyed my Saints. Like it wasn't even a competition. Like they destroyed us. Like. Tony Romo looked like a freaking uh, top five quarterback. Yeah, you know, and you look at like ever since RG three dropped. I mean, the Redskins have just been shit in the bed. Yeah, they haven't been doing good. Even and with it, Kirk Cousins, who's been doing pretty decent. And then the first three weeks, the Green Bay Packers sucked big ones. Like they they were doing horrible. Aaron Rodgers looked like a freaking third stringer, and now the last two weeks he's been putting up crazy numbers. He got a discount. Double check. He did get a discount. <laughs> double check. <laughs> Discount double check that he sure did, uh, and discount double check his career. Yeah, so, exactly. Because like, he, he he's like, oh shit! If yeah. I keep doing this, I'm not going to be here much longer. No, no. So he's doing good. And then you look at the like my my division, the NFC South. There's only one game behind first place, and I'm talking yeah. about the Panthers are three and two, 
the the Saints and the Falcons are two and three, and the Bucks are one and four. So yeah. it's like that whole that's a toss up. That that division it could, could be, go either way. You could be seven and nine and win that division. Yeah. Like that's insane. Like and and that's throughout the whole NFL. Like even even the Broncos and Seattle's had some pretty bad games this year. So it's like. I don't know. Like it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a toss up at the end of the year. I think it's going to be some surprise people. I think about like surprise teams. Buffalo was undefeated at one point. Oh, yeah. You look at the Bengals. How like they they got destroyed by by uh, New England recently, but they they've been playing pretty strong this year. The Chiefs have played pretty strong to, pro, yeah. strong this year. So you got teams that you don't normally do as well. They're doing pretty well this year. So like I, I there's a lot of potent offenses in the NFL, and we also got to look the way the NFL is recruiting people oh, because yeah. you, you look at like. You know, you have the Jimmy Grams and the, and the Gronkowskis, and you've you've got the, you know, you like Antonio Gates. He's an older guy, yeah. but like you have these former NBA players that 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 can run and that can catch that are huge, like linebacker size, but they're almost as fast as a wide receiver, and that's hard to cover. Yeah, your linebackers can't cover them; they're not strong enough, and then they they can almost outrun the safety. Like, I mean, it's it's hard. So, like, the NFL is kind of changing the way they look at. What positions are playing now? Because you yeah. think about four, like ten years ago, a tight end was just a blocking guy. Oh yeah, maybe went out for a pass, maybe, yeah. but he was mainly on there as an extra offensive line person. Exactly. So it's it's cool to see how the NFL has changed that as well. And you also got to look at like the running backs. Like the screen game is essentially an extension of the run game, but you got a lot more option and creativity with it as well. So. It's going to be an interesting wild ride the rest of the season, but yeah. we called it here the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. Like we knew this is going to be a no one's yeah. going to go perfect this year. No one's going to go undefeated. It it's just too many potent offenses out here in the NFL. So. And I will say I will go on record as saying this. So hopefully we can pull this episode back up. Yep. I think this is going to be a start of a new era for NFL where it's going to be like this. They're, we're not going to see these giant dynasty teams like you remember the Steelers were a huge dynasty. And Dolphins. The Dolphins, the Patriots. Patriots yeah. I don't think you're going to see these dynasty teams like we had before because there's too much money being spent, there's too much money being made, and there's too much talent out there now to have these huge dynasties where it's like, oh, we're the team and we've got all the talent and everybody else looks like you know it's a cakewalk. No, I think everybody's got the talent now and the money to back it up and get the talent to where I think it's going to be like this, which completely fucks up my fantasy football, which oh, I yeah. don't like yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. Definitely. It's, it all comes down to fantasy. but Of course. Yeah. You're wearing a pink shirt. And I that am. reminds me of the breast cancer awareness. Susan uh, G. Coleman. Susan G. Coleman, October. You probably noticed that the NFL doesn't have as much promotion this this year. Yeah, they've knocked it way back because last year it was Pinkapalooza. Yeah, they they lost that contract with Procter and Gamble, and of course they're not promoting as much and they're not making as much money and revenue and whatnot. They're still doing their own thing individually, I think, yeah. independently as a as an association. Yeah. As a league, but they're not they're not having that backing like they were before. Oh no, because last year was crazy. It was I mean, pink everything. It was. It, it was literally uh, pink Gatorade yeah. coolers. It was pink. It was over the top. Yeah, like it, pink it, hats. I'm all about Susan G. Coleman. Like like uh, Johnny just said, I'm wearing my from last year, my John Cena WWE Susan Susan G. Coleman Fight for the Cure T shirt. Um but yeah, it was just pink everywhere. Like it was 
ridiculous how much pink on the they field had. and yeah. everything. Yeah, and it was just a little over the top, which I don't mind them dialing it back. I just hope they're going to be able to raise as much money as they did right. last year because last year they said the amount they gave was just something fucking astronomical they gave to Susan G. Coleman. So now NFL just struck the deal with Bose. They've been playing with Bose for a while. Yeah, and they struck the deal. A long-term deal with Bose, yeah. and one of the contingencies. Oh, I heard this. I love this. <laughs> is that NFL players cannot be caught with anything but Bose headphones on. You can't have your Beats headphones. Nope. on. Nope. And that's the first thing that goes to my mind is Beats. Everyone yeah. loves them. Beats. Everyone loves them. Beats. Beats headphones. Now, now it's got to be Bose. Thoughts on that? I don't give a shit as long as you're giving them to me, because I'm not yep. gonna lie. Like, look at uh, a fucking um, Colin Kaepernick. He is like a beat spokesman. How is he supposed to go, uh, they're paying me to be their spokesman, but I can't walk to the locker room with the headphones that pay me on? Fuck you. Yeah. You know? I mean, I can make money too, so yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. What's he going to do? Wear beats with headphones with a Bose sticker on? Maybe. <laughs> but it, that, and that's the other thing too. It's like if I'm walking from the bus to the locker room, that should be between me and Jesus. Like, yeah. that ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. Like, I'm just walking from the bus to the locker room. Now, if I walk out in the field and I've got Beats on and Bose is a sponsor, okay, you got me there. But going from the bus to the locker room and what I do in that locker room should be my own damn business, yeah. in my opinion. And that goes all the way around. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, they've got all these reporters and people in there in the locker room and shit. Like, did you see, like, last year a couple times, like, they were in there doing interviews and people had their dick out like yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like oh there's so-and-so linebacker's dick and it's like <laughs> like hitting people and shit and it's like come on that's because you shouldn't be in there let the man take a shower you know get dressed he'll come out he'll talk to you yeah he'll talk to you as long as you want but you god damn if i got off the field just beating the shit out of people why don't you give me a minute let me get yeah. a beer and take a shower and wash yeah. my dick off before yeah. you want to talk to me you know yeah. what i mean yeah so <laughs> no i agree i always feel like it's like invasion of privacy there super like, invasion of privacy yeah. and the other thing is and no offense to you ladies but that's a man's locker room you know i'm in there i'm getting a shower i'm trying to decompress from doing my my guy thing you know and then I've got, you know, Miss McGee sitting there with a microphone. It's like, look, can I put some draws on first? Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm, right, I'm right there with you. Yeah. You know, you've got to have, have time to unwind. Yeah. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a man thing. It's like the testosterone. you got to let gotta it scale it down back. you got to take it Yeah. Yep. And, and you just give me five minutes, you know. I mean, my mom will raise me better than that. Just yeah. Not to be talking with people with my dick out. Right. You know, so. So, yeah. Um. Don't talk to people with your dick out. That should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> that, that that's be our, our next, next hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag don't talk to people with your dick out. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been another amazing episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. There's several ways you can find us. We have an email, Deuce. We do, and we're doing a big, big, big show coming up soon. Where we're going to do a mailbag episode, and that is show at gmail.com is the way to reach us there. So please send in your emails, uh, questions, whatever you got, send it to us because we're going to be doing that episode very, very soon. And we want to get as many emails as we can for our mailbag episode. So check us out there. I want to plug our happy hour Twitter because we need more love there. Yeah, we We're do. starting in a little bit, but we need, we, we, we need more love there. Yeah. 
and that's at HH Podcast Show. So definitely go in there and be like, hey, I heard you. You guys are cool. You know, I like this. Uh, you know, tweet at us. You yeah. know, tweet us your tweet at us your PSN names and induce your PSN name. My PS name is uh, the Dirty Deuce, and it's spelled D U C E. Yeah, and mine is. Mr. Mr. Underscore Macwo M A C K W O, and that is my last name inverted. If you want to know, so hit us up on there and play some Destiny, and we'll play some other stuff. Deuce is checking out Alien Isolation. Hit him up on that. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. So uh, we have a Facebook page as well. We do. If you go in the search bar at the very top on Facebook, just search Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce, and you can pop us up on there. I will be the first one to admit I do a lot, a lot of work on Facebook. I've been totally slacking on Twitter, so I'm going to try and pick it up on Twitter a little bit more. But if you really, at least personally, want to get in touch with me, Facebook's the way to go because I'm on Facebook like a mofo. Yeah. But uh, we're going we're gonna to try and work better on the Twitter and get the Twitter machine going because we really we got to get that going too. You can't be lopsided on the social media. Nope. you gotta, you got to do the yin and the yang. So. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be doing that soon and, and hit us up on the mailbag. Yep. So thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't be doing this without you. And all of your feedback is very important to us. Like us, comment, share, retweet, tweet at us. Uh, talk about us on Tumblr, Pinterest, MySpace, if that's still a thing. Yeah, Friendster. Is that still open? ICQ. <laughs> I'm going way school, uh, old school. Friendster, old school here. And uh, just tell everyone... When you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny Deuce, there's two hashtags you want to hit us up. Hashtag happy hour podcast and hashtag deuces Deuces on on the loose. loose. Later.